flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. Hi, this is Erin Tarr with the Be The Benchmark podcast. I hope you're having a fabulous day and I'm so glad that you chose to join me here on the podcast for strong moms who are raising fierce daughters. Today, we're talking about competition. So I noticed something having three children that started happening pretty early on as soon as my girls were old enough to really understand our conversations and interact with one another. And that was that would be that when I would give Adson a compliment per se and say something along the lines of, oh, you did a really great job with that drawing. I see that you're depicting our family and I can tell who everyone is and I would give her some sort of verbal recognition or verbal praise almost immediately the second child who is four years younger would pipe up and say what do you think of my drawing mommy what do you think of this you know and I noticed that pattern pretty quickly and I felt for some reason that it was unhealthy and so I really started to shut it down pretty quickly. And the way that I did that was this. I talked to the girls and I said, you know, when I give a compliment to your sister, to be clear, I am in no way trying to take away from your talent or your beauty or your unique qualities by complimenting them. Just because I'm not saying something about you in that moment does not mean I don't believe those things about you. It just means in this moment, I'm choosing to comment on the way your sister was performing or the way you were running. And there's nothing to say that your sister's not a good runner or you're not a good performer, but I just wasn't commenting on you in that moment. And so we, in order to really try to make sure that we were fostering a sense of celebration as opposed to competition, which is the theme for today, celebration over competition, I started to have them, every time they would kind of get that competitive edge, I guess, so to speak, every time they would start to pipe up and say something about, well, what about me, what, you know, what do you think of me or am I as good as her or that type of thing and and they would be turning it into a competition every time they would do that I would say all right time out everybody's going to say some words of affirmation to the person that I just said words of affirmation to so if I had given Adson a compliment about something then Finley also needed to give Adson a compliment about something and vice versa in the sense really in their minds trying to make that switch between the what about me instinct, you said something nice about them, what about me, are you gonna say something nice about me, to you know what, I actually see that in that person too and I'm going to celebrate that too. So that was something that we really worked on, especially I would say this started probably three or four years ago, really making sure that we were fostering that sense of celebrating one another's strengths and accomplishments and really recognizing in that moment that whoever was getting a compliment, their compliment was not taking away anything from us. I know what you're thinking. That's all well and good in the sense of siblings and in the sense of 
commodities that are not limited, right, Erin? We can celebrate one another when there's plenty to go around, but what about when there is competition legitimately, not for necessarily a parent's affection, but for the lead in a play or point guard on the basketball team or something that really is limited? How do we teach our daughters and even maybe how do we learn to celebrate one another instead of feeling like we're constantly in competition with one another. And this is one of those huge overarching life lessons that I continue to learn and continue to work on. But instilling it, I think, in our daughters at a young age and helping them to celebrate more than compete, I think is one of the biggest gifts that we can give them and, and really biggest gifts that we can give the next generation of women. And so there's a couple of things that I do and that I talk to my girls about when these situations arise. So for example, uh, my daughters are very much into drama and singing and those types of things and there are times when they don't get the part that they wanted in a show or they don't get picked to be in the talent show or that type of thing and someone else gets that uh, spot and there is only one spot to be had and in those moments we kind of go through a variety of things one we just recognize our own disappointment and so i think really thinking about our feelings, acknowledging our feelings, going ahead and feeling our feelings first is really the first step. Step two is then finding a way to celebrate the person that did get that spot. And that can be really, really difficult. It can be difficult as a parent, especially if you really wanted this thing for your child or you just really wanted your child to be happy so you wanted them to have that you know it can be very difficult to recognize in ourselves that we sometimes are competing on their behalf in a way uh, so recognizing that and helping them to problem solve and to critically think about the situation and really find ways to celebrate the people that got what we wanted and sometimes it can be a situation even where it's not a competition in the sense of there were auditions or there were tryouts and they didn't get something, but sometimes it can just be as simple as uh, their family got to go on vacation this year and we didn't for whatever reason. And so it feels like a competition, like we lost the vacation competition or they had a better comp uh, vacation than we did or what have you. And these are human emotions that we have to deal with of jealousy and of really figuring out what our values are. And at the end of the day, particularly when it comes to women supporting women, I want to teach my girls and I want to be an example for my girls of celebrating other women celebrating their successes, celebrating the joys that they have in their life, celebrating how they have succeeded and how they have won, lifting each other up, and really finding ways to collaborate instead of compete with whatever situation it is. And so uh, 
this is kind of where I'm leading my girls. And so step number three, I think I had two steps prior to this, but step number three, if you'll bear with me quickly, that I talked to the girls about is getting creative about these situations where they might feel a sense of competition or a sense of jealousy or might not have uh, received the part or the position that they really wanted in any specific situation. How can you get creative and make the pie bigger, so to speak? So one of the things that I hear uh, about women in the workplace and this type of thing is that we all feel like we're kind of competing for that one woman spot. You know, if there's 10 men on a board, for example, and they usually have their quote unquote token woman, we're competing against all our women for that one spot. Well, instead of thinking of it that way, and there's, you know, 10 pieces of pie and there's only one that we get to compete over, how about making the pie bigger, right? And so this could take on a variety of forms, you know, if your daughter tries out for the volleyball team and doesn't make it or doesn't get the position that she wanted on the team, is there a way that she can start a different sport where there's not as much um, going on? Maybe it's something that she's new at, but everybody's new at. Can she start her own competitive league? Can she join a different competitive league? Can she take private lessons so next time she'll be better prepared for the tryout? You know, uh, whatever it is, helping our daughters to recognize that there's always more they can do. They can always be proactive. They can always find a way if it's something that they really desire and if it's something that they're really working towards that is important to them. So that third piece is that creative thinking. You know, first feel our feelings. I don't remember what I said was number two. <laughs> it is very late at night when I'm recording this, I apologize. And three, really getting creative about how to work through to the next level to figure out how to get what they want while they're celebrating the girls who did get what they want and they're lifting each other up and uh, finding ways to be encouraging and to be happy for them. So that is the challenge for today and the discussion I would love for you to have with your daughter is how good are you at this? Is this something that comes easily to you celebrating other women or is this something that you kind of struggle with? And are there specific areas where it's easy for you to celebrate other women and other areas where it's a little trickier? And just again, the whole point of these conversations with your daughter and the whole point of this Be The Benchmark podcast is to help facilitate conversations where you and your daughter can really understand one another a little bit better and have that time to really think and grow together and create these conversations where she recognizes that you're not perfect, you recognize uh, different things that she might be struggling with and just opening up those lines of communication. So I hope this is a conversation that you'll have with her about celebration over competition and kind of taking that to the next level as far as if there's a specific area where you see yourself struggling with this, being able to challenge yourself and challenge her to celebrate other women in new ways instead of feeling like we're competing against them just like those flowers who bloom into their own specific beauty in their own specific time, helping her to do that as well and celebrate the flowers around her. 
Thanks for listening to the Be The Benchmark podcast, the podcast for strong moms raising fierce daughters. I hope you've had a productive conversation with your daughter about this episode. And I hope that if you have enjoyed what you've listened to so far, that you would go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on your platform listening platform of choice. And feel free to go ahead and rate the podcast so that other people who might benefit from it can find it as well. Until next time, this is Erin Tarr urging you to choose your thoughts, create your life, and then go out and change the world.